0: Ford Station, 104.3 The Plan presents Stobly and
1: Zach. All right, Zach, I got a few more names. We got a few more names. If you're Sean Payton, are you playing them or sitting them? We got to start with Russ. Like, he hasn't said yet if he's playing Russ yet, has he? I mean, he has, he has, he has not. not told us. I'm just making sure before I throw the, But so, Russell Wilson, are you playing Russell this last game?
2: Oh, I man. I mean, you're the one I that would was love to see Russell in and, and the starting offense out there, but I just told you that I didn't want to see Mike McGlinchey. Right. But if you were playing the rest of the starting offensive line, I think I'd be okay with it. Um, well, yeah. You, you'd like,
1: if you're playing Russ. You're playing the starting offensive line, right? Right. All of them. Right. Um, all these guys are going to play the majority of them. Yeah, I, I, I
2: would, I would like to see the starting offense again. I mean, it's been uninspiring this preseason. It, it just has. I wish it was a different response. But we've been out at training camp. We're watching the preseason games. We're not watching the Broncos starting offense light it up. So I'd be, I'd be open to bucking like the current, um, not tradition, but just sort of order for operations and rest in the guys.
1: You got you got a couple you got, weeks. You got two weeks before like, the first game. Right. Uh, are we good enough? Is this offense good enough? I don't think it is. Uh, do, you, do you feel like great about it right now? How do you feel about this passing game? Great would be the last word I would use to describe this Broncos offense. Exactly. Um, and the yeah, passing I'm, I'm, offense in particular, by the way. That, and that would be my big point of emphasis. Like, hey, guys, we're going to play two series. We're throwing the ball every time. Let's go. Let's try to sharpen up. Judy, you know, he's not going to be available. Marvin Mims, you know, Marquez Callaway, whoever's going to be out there, let, let's get ready to go here, right? We're, we're trying to win. It's football. Um, we need the work. All of those things. So I, I think I'm kind of for me right now, uh, and there's there's some exceptions, obviously, but Russell, yeah, I'm playing Russell. I'm playing McGlinchey. Um, ben Powers, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, Ben Powers is playing. Garrett Bowles, he needs the work. Cushenberry, Miners, young football player still perfect. I might not play Troutman. I'll play. I'd I'll, I'll let Dolce start. Yeah. All right. Or you could play Troutman either way. No, it's so
2: funny you just said that because I'm like,
1: you know, I don't think
2: I need to see Troutman or uh, Michael Burton. You know, the the fullback that they can yeah. give it to on short yardage situations. I. As you said you were drafting him in the first round for your fantasy league the other day. It was a six uh, six foot and under league. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be a fantasy sleeper. I'm telling it you, w- it would not shock me if Michael
1: Burton finishes with four four or five touchdowns this year. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, look, you're going to have him in the game on short yardage. You you're going to give him the ball, and then guess what? Sometimes you're going to do you fake the handoff, and he just slips out in the flat and, sure. and avoids the defensive end. Everybody's running up because. That's what you do when you got a fullback in the game. You think they're going to be running the football, mm-hmm. and there he is, wide open, a little touch pass, touchdown. So I agree with you. I think he'll have three or four touchdowns. Um, but like, what games? You're going to continue to start him? No, you know, like, no, so, no,
2: no. I got, I got, I got a little gotta, too ahead of myself. There you go.
1: There you go. Um, just, just a little bit. Let me, let me, let me. Uh, How about Cortland? How about Cortland? Because you're very nervous about this wide receiver room. Yes.
2: Um, Even more so now after the news of the day, Judy getting carted off in practice. Yeah,
1: hamstring injury. Yep. Right? So now uh, his importance just, you know, went up. So now
2: it's like you got to decide, like, what's what's more important, fine-tuning this passing offense? Because Sutton was – did Sutton have a target this past weekend? I don't think he did. I don't think he had a single target. And even Judy was one catch for five yards. It was like – yikes. Again, passing offense, big questions. But – the downside of potentially something happening to him versus the upside of, you know, fine-tuning the passing game and timing between him and Russ, there's value in that. I'm not saying that there's not, but for this situation, given the Tim Patrick injury and now the Judy injury, um, I don't want to see Cortland Sutton. How about you?
1: Yeah, I need to see him. You need to see him? I do. I oh, my I need to God. see him. I, I just think that we can't live in our fears. Um You know, and I'm with you. I'm nervous watching these guys out here in preseason game. I hate to see guys get hurt. Um, But I also don't think we can live in our fears here because, you know, we did that last year, and it was a disaster. Like, I'm trying to win football games. I'm trying to win early. I'm trying to watch an offense that, you know, looks like um, they're competent. And I'm trying to watch Russell, you know, throw touchdown passes. And so whatever we can do to help that out, that's kind of where my mindset is right now. Um, And that's kind of where I'm laser focused in on. Like, all right, boom, you're good, you're you're healthy right now. Okay, I I get it. Jerry Judy just got hurt. I get it, Tim Patrick. But I'm not living in my fears. I'm trying to beat Vegas. I'm trying to beat Washington. I'm trying to have a winning record. I'm trying to get to the playoffs. And this is how we're gonna go, guys. This is how we're gonna roll. That's just kind of where I'm at right now. And and everything changes, and it's a fluid situation. But this year, this game, um, I just Javante Williams didn't play. I'm not playing him. Okay. Um, guess what? I might not even play P Ryan. I might Jalil McLaughlin. Get ready to go. You're starting this game. Let's I, I'm, go. I'm Let's flat. rock and a roll. And we're going to be throwing the football every play. I want to see how you do in pass pro and, and and blitz pickups and all these different things. Yes, I love. We want to put a lot on your plate. Yep. See if you can handle this stuff. And this is just how I'm going to operate um, offensively. I, I had him
2: the, the notes here. I do not want to see Samaje P Ryan, despite his non-starter status. Not interested at all. Perfect. I don't want We're to see on the Javante same page. Or Samaje, you're way too important for what we got going on. I've already seen what I need to see from both guys, especially Samaje, especially P. Ryan. He's checked every box that could be checked in the preseason. See us September 10th. And they play 10th. the
1: running back position, right? The wear and tear on these guys—they're going to get, you know, yeah, um, a, 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 a lot of obviously carries uh, this year. Both of these guys, and they're both important, just like all these guys are. But hey. Javante coming off the injury, yep. P. Ryan's going to play a big role, and they play in a position that gets injured a ton. So, And we got some young guys we need to see. I yep. don't care. Hey? Well, let's see Batty. Let's see Tony Jones Jr. also, uh, Jalil McLaughlin, all these guys. I, I I just think that there's some value there where we can really see who's going to be our third back. You know, Can it be Jaleel McLaughlin? He needs to show me a little bit more. I mean, James has got him going to Canton here in a couple years, but I'm just not ready to, you know, starting for the Broncos and, like, I'm just not ready to go there yet. I like what I've seen, but let's let's put a lot more on his plate now. Yeah. All right? right. Hey, you're going to be starting today, buddy. See how he handles it. The lights are on. Your home game. This is what you have to do. You have to throw him in the fire. It's a rookie. Right? These games are important. And if he's going to play any kind of role – you want to see if he can handle it, and so I think that would be good for him. How about defensively? I mean, I, I look at it a little bit different defensively. For me, like I don't want to see Randy Gregory. Don't need to see him. He's looked great, perfect. Putting him on a shelf. Um, Justin Simmons, no. I mean, of course. I mean, we don't need to see Pat. No. Uh, what about what about Damari Mathis? I'm actually good. I I've, I really like yeah. what I've seen from Demari Mathis
2: this preseason in, okay. and in practices and in games. I was gonna say yeah, play him, but you make a lot of sense. I like what I've seen too. So play it, such a valuable position yeah. that 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 cornerback. You're in a starting role right now. I'm good. All right, I'm good. Kareem Jackson, no, no. Nope.
1: Caden Stearns, yeah, I'll see. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. We don't need to see him. Okay, he's been banged up too. Is he banged up right now? He's been banged up a little bit, like he'll be out there, you know, he won't be out there a day. He had something going on. But we haven't seen
2: a lot of Caden Stearns in a Broncos uniform with the lights on at all. I mean, I...
1: No, we haven't. That We we, we haven't. Uh, but I, I think he's going to play a big role this year. And he's been a little banged up. He had that hip surgery or something, yes, and he's just yes. coming back from that. Um, I thought he got a concussion this past week. He He stuck his helmet into Debo Samuel's chest on the pass on the right side, okay? And so, like, I was like, ooh, that was a collision. Like, Debo got the best of him, right? And if you watch the play, and then they kind of rolled over, and, and um, Caden Stearns was, like, by his feet. And then he was, like, stumbling. like, And I, I, I thought someone might have been holding or he tripped over something. He was just stumbling, like, over the top of Debo Samuel. Mm. And I'm like, wait a second, wait, no one's, like, Oh my gosh! Look where his head just hit his top of his head right into like the the, the sternum, the the chest of Debo Samuel. I'm like, I bet he just got he, he's a little dizzy. He got a little got a little yeah. nicked up there. Yeah. I don't they nobody took him out, but that was um, that was that was a little bit scary. So I could have read it wrong. Go back and watch that play. Yeah, I could have read it wrong. He could have been tripping over somebody, but it was just weird. I didn't see anybody holding his foot or anything like that. So. Uh, I was like, man, uh, maybe there's a little little concussion there. So uh, I want you to go back and look at it and, and and tell me if if you think I'm off there. But I don't need to see him. I don't need to see Alex Singleton. No. I don't need to see Josie. Jo- really, none of those guys on the defensive side, Zach. Yeah, you know, DJ Jones. You know, he had a concussion a couple of weeks ago. I don't want to play him. Uh, let let some of these other guys get some run. Nick Benito, he can play. Perfect. Yes. Drew Sanders, let him play three quarters. You know, guys like that. I I, I think um, defensively, I'm a lot more cautious. That's kind of where I am.
2: I think uh, one Broncos offensive player role just got a whole lot larger this year, and he doesn't play the wide receiver position. I want to bounce this idea off you and our esteemed guest coming up next.
0: to Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan.
2: I think the importance of one member of the Denver Broncos offense just got more important. Can I guess? On the heels of the news that Jerry Judy went down in practice, had to be carted off, getting an MRI, maybe right this second in real time. Uh, if you're not lis- listening after the fact on the Stokely and Zach podcast, if you are, shout out. Who is your guess of a, an offensive player whose role just got significantly more important, in my opinion? Greg Dolchitz. You're spot on. Oh, yeah. You're spot on. Because he, oh, yeah. he represents... Shout out, Stuart Scott. Yeah. Uh, He represents something different than Adam Troutman. Yep. He is a legitimate pass catcher. He is dynamic in that regard. Did you realize, and I didn't, by the way, until they showed the graphic this past weekend on the screen, Greg Dulcich, second most yards for a Broncos rookie tight end in franchise history. Wow. And he spent the preseason on IR and only played 10 games. So what could that guy, and I know he's not the world's best blocker, but what could Sean Payton do for him in this offense when you are in need of pass catchers? Yeah, um,
1: I'm excited about him.
2: Okay. I am. Uh, Mike Kliss is on the line with us from 9 News. Kliss! Um, Kliss, let's just start with Judy. Your
3: uh, immediate reaction was what? Yeah, it's uh, it was uh, trouble. You know when he uh, he he did the end around, uh, pulled up pulled up lame, and then uh, not only pulled up but he needed uh, two trainers to help him to the sideline. He kind of ran up the hill in into the he he, he pulled up before he pulled up about the sidelines. It was like a deceleration. It wasn't much of a run, not much of a game, and uh, kind of decelerated and and pulled up lame, and then. Uh, Carried on into the berm just a little bit, and um, then he needed help to uh, get to the sideline. And then they uh, they took the cart out. I was told that the cart was kind of a precaution, but that still doesn't minimize the possibility of the severity of the injury. I mean, just taking a you know, it they're going to be lucky. Just initial you know glimpse, they're going to be lucky if it's a four week injury.
1: Yeah, well that's um, yeah. It, it, look, these things take some time, uh, and I'll be I'll be looking at your Twitter feed tonight, Cliss, waiting for that breaking news of of, of what <laughs> of how long we're expecting uh, Jerry Judy to be out for. Do you do you expect um, the Broncos to go out and look at free agent wide receivers and possibly bring one
3: in here soon? I, I do not know that yet. Um, Sean Payton wasn't talking that way; he was talking about the system. And um, they still got enough guys here, you know. He plays. Um, I don't. I don't know if Marvin Mims can can go right in. I mean, he's the next receiver. You got Mims. You got Brandon Johnson. You've got uh, Marquez uh, Callaway. Would be the next three. And I don't know if uh, you know Callaway might fit the Judy position uh, better than the others. I'm I'm not sure um, how that's going to work out but uh i'm sure they'll look you know they're they're going to talk about it and look and and think about bringing in another receiver if they have to or not and um that will be i I think step one is finding out how long the injury is i mean if it's four weeks you probably don't do that if it's two months uh you know then you probably do uh try to look around for some uh uh, reassurance. Mike, how worried are you about this Denver
2: Broncos offense just in general?
3: Yeah, I, uh, I think it's, um, I think it's going to be better. Russ is better. And, uh, so, you know, I think they, I, I think it's capable. Here's the high side of the, of the offense. I think it's capable of, um, you know it uh, they're trailing twenty to seventeen in the fourth quarter and Russ can lead a uh, can lead a uh, game saving game winning drive. I think it's cap- capable of doing that uh, I don't oh, think it uh, can Christ get in a thirty thirty five to thirty four shootout with the chiefs but um you know it's going to have they're they're gonna have to they're gonna have to score off turnovers uh they're going to have to um mix in a lot of run. And I'm not sure how strong their running game is yet. You know, maybe uh, Jaleel McLaughlin will be a secret weapon for them. But, you know, Samaje and and Javante can pound out some run and then they can get some play-action passes. They're not going to light it up, guys. But I think they're capable of, you know, having just enough winning offense more often than not.
1: Yeah, hopefully that's the case. Uh, Mike, um, what's, what's your expectation? Do you think we see Russ? Uh, This weekend, do you think he plays Sean Payton plays uh, some of these offensive starters?
3: You know, he said if he plays them, it would be for a a series, no more than a series. So I don't think so. I I don't think he will play Russ. I I think they got enough with Stidham for a half and Danucci for a half. I think they're fine. Um, You know, I'm I'm trying to figure out who would who would play, you know, um, they, they don't have a whole lot of running backs. You know, you might have to, you might have to uh, mix in Javante and Samaje, maybe at least Samaje for a carry or two, in, the, in for a series. Um, uh, at, at tight end, you might have uh, some of those guys. Manhertz that went down again today. He came back yesterday. Uh, he was back for a couple days of practice, and now he's uh, down again. With so what I know? you might have one or two, and maybe the line gets a series because they they seem like they still could use a little bit more work that first string uh, line. But I wouldn't think McGlinchey; uh, that wouldn't make sense to have McGlinchey play. So, um, yeah, I, I think they'll mix and match for a series, but it won't be you know anybody. It, it won't be for an extended period if they do it at all. Last one
2: before we let you go, uh, Mike and Mike Kliss, our 9 News Broncos insider on the Johnson Auto Plaza hotline with us. I think the importance of Greg Dulcich uh, just kicked up a notch. A a true pass catcher who second most receiving yards for a, a rookie tight end in Broncos history a year ago. And he missed uh five games. I think it was uh, five or seven or something like that. I think he played 10. Um, and then Judy goes down. Patrick's already down. And we're still in the month of August, Mike. I think Dulcet's role yeah. just got a little bit bigger. What do you think?
3: Yeah, pro- yeah. I mean, you could do that. That's how you could uh, make adjustments. You know, Sean Payton strikes me as a guy who makes adjustments when he has to. I mean, when Drew Brees went down, um, he had, uh, you know, Taysom Hill do some magical things. So uh, that's definitely a possibility. I will point out that the second most among a tight end, uh, Shannon Sharp was a receiver his rookie year. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that, that's one factor there. They had a heck of a – they had the all-time leading receiving tight end for uh, the longest time. Uh, and then, uh, was it Noah Fant that has the most then? Correct. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, Dulcich is definitely a weapon. He he is. I'm just he just seems like he's a package guy. You know, that they have this um, – what, what do they call it? The Tiger package. I'm not sure, you know, you – I'm not sure you have 50 tiger package plays. You know, I think you still only have 15, and and maybe it, maybe you ratchet it up a notch, but not too much. So, I think what uh, you'll see, guys, is if you're hurting at the receivers, you're gonna you're gonna try to run the ball more, especially looking at that offensive line. You know, you got to protect them too, as far as pass protection. So, I think there'll be more running and and the play action and see how that goes.
2: All right, Mike, uh, unfortunate news out there today. We'll look for the update with uh, the expectation of time loss from the Jerry Judy hamstring injury following that MRI this afternoon. We appreciate your time as always, and we'll catch up with you this time next week. All right, thanks, guys. All right, there he goes. That's Mike Kliss. Um, Question. Question based on a question. Was there... When it comes to adding to the offensive side of the ball with the Broncos, was there a question that was asked yesterday and the answer was no, and 24 hours later it's maybe? We'll explain coming up next.
0: Stolte and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3, the
2: band. When you hear that music, let me me try this. Let me try this. What's
0: up, Denver, Colorado?
4: (laughs) Good (laughs) good evening, Colorado. There it is. is. It's (laughs) my (laughs) homage to Robin Williams every day.
2: Okay. Every day. Okay. And, and when I come on, I mean, we've been doing this for years and at the top of the show going, ah, we are here. And we are here. And that was from listening to Colin Coward for years who said, uh, ah, it's the herd. And that was like one of my heroes. Nice. Nice. So there's a full circle tie in. Okay. What's up, man? man? Oh,
4: I love it, man. I love how much you and I love radio.
2: We do. Yeah. We do. Um, Jerry, Judy. Oh, God. Dude.
1: Why didn't you say all of us? Well, I we all love we, radio. We love
4: you, Stoke.
1: That's we the all, thing. Why can't I be a part of that? I feel like I'm the outlier here. Well, even as we are like, like, oh, yeah, Jimmy Brown. Well, remember when he dropped us and he said, boom, Jimmy Brown." Yeah, we used to be Romies and like, ah. Uh, and you know, are over there in the back and you'd be
2: like, all right, okay. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah.
4: nerds, radio nerds. Jerry Judy had trouble oh. getting on the card today. That That was shocking for me to see and not. It's not much of a sign, like we can't say anything definitively because there's no MRI or anything like that. But when a guy goes down and on an end around and then grabs his hammy and then all of a sudden they bring the card out and then he can't really even get on the card himself, that uh, it just doesn't look good. It does I I hate that that happened today on some you know bogus you know end around play.
1: I yeah, mean, I mean it could happen at any time, right? That's true. I mean that's like true. you're practicing, you're practicing, you got to work on this stuff and. It's it is it's it's a bummer. Now we don't know how long, right? Um, you know, right? Two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. But do you expect them to make some kind of play? I just asked Mike List this, and uh, he really didn't know right now. But do you expect them to make some kind of play? I don't uh, for a veteran free agent that's available. I mean, not a lot of great names out there. I would
4: expect them at least to work the waiver wire. We're almost to the third preseason game, and that's when guys are going to start getting cut. We don't have to wait till next Tuesday. Guys are just going to start getting cut over the weekend. I'd imagine the okay. Broncos would be pretty busy. You know, where's the Tremont Smith? Can they get Corey Davis out of his one-day retirement? Like, there's oh. there's things to look at here. Jarvis Landry kicking around. I definitely expect the Broncos to be interested in somehow, some way, adding to the depth of this wide receiver room. And what's crazy, guys, is when we started training camp and we all were out there at the DenverSports.com zone, we were saying how deep wide receiver was. And now we blink. It's like two weeks later, and they're like,
1: Oh, wow. This, things are getting thin. I got a name for you, Cecil. Yes. Broussard Hollywood Higgins. Oh, I like it. I, I think, think he's still available. He yes. 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 Like, What are your thoughts on him?
4: Yeah, I, I think that's the perfect type of veteran receiver you can bring in. One, he's not going to cost a whole lot. You know, Landry would cost you a little bit more money. Any sort of trade, obviously, there's going to be some more money involved there. Uh, but Higgins, Hollywood Higgins, bring him in. Veteran, plug him in. Should be able to know the language right away. Uh, I'm trying to think if Lombardi was around him. No, I don't believe so. So, you know, I, I, I just think that's the type of solid move that you would need to do to add to this room. I got a question for both of you guys.
2: And and <clears throat> I'm really interested in, because I I, I, I kind of knew where you were, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested in Stokes' response to this too. Was there a question asked as recent as yesterday that was dead on arrival that, just has a new new life to it today. Jonathan Taylor. This idea that, you know, it was a, kind of a hard no for us because of the compensation you have to pay him. It's just against our football philosophy, not to do with maybe him as a player. But it, like I said, I said AFN, the A was for absolutely, the N was for uh, a not. not, and I'll let yes. you figure out what the F is. Ha. Maybe the F gets taken out. And it's still no, but it did, like for me, but did you have any renewed interest in that considering the uh, a new approach after the Judy injury?
1: No, um, I'm not going to let, you know, possibly a three or four week injury here like change my overall philosophy um, and my overall thoughts just on, on that. Because I think that if, if you make a wrong move there, it could set you back uh, a couple years, possibly. If Jonathan Taylor, like, how was his year last year? A Little over eight hundred yards, right? I mean, he he, he has an injury history. Where, where did he play college football at? Wisconsin. Yeah, he's one of the great running backs of all time. Right. But there's the, the that's trend. my That's my point right there. Wear and tear. I mean, he was given the football a lot yes, at he was. Wisconsin. He was okay. I don't want to get damaged goods. Was he a really? Was he a special, unique running back two years ago? Yes, he was. But what is he like today? I don't know. I don't want to get Le'Veon Bell, Jets Le'Veon Bell. Well, he's right. just going into year four. I got it. I know. It can happen quick, Zach. You know, I, I just, I, 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 why you smirk? You give me that smirk sometimes. No. <laughs> but, but I want to get Cecil's opinion because I think he might differ in this. But I don't want to get that guy. That's all of a sudden falls off a cliff, and guess what? We just gave up a second and a fourth or second and third or third and a fourth, whatever the case may be, plus paid this guy 20-something guaranteed, maybe 30 guaranteed, whatever it looks like. To me, that's just like, no, uh, like if it was free, yeah, but it's not going to be free, so it's it's really not worth it for me still. Here's the think, problem
4: Cease? on Tuesday. I saw you stretching, Zach. I was like, man, I did the Manitou incline on Tuesday. I ain't oh, stretching like that. The Manitou. Yeah. <laughs> it's it pretty rough. Is it? It's it was, tough? It was rough. It was fun, but it was rough. But anyway, so I'm at top of mountain. Phone's buzzing. On the top. On the top. I made it. Tippy. And the, the phone's buzzing. is people I got to answer the phone for around the league. And so I'm talking to people like, who's Jonathan interested in Jonathan Taylor? And I was told the Broncos are... The second guy. most interested behind Miami. We've heard the Eagles now, the Bears now as well. But here's what I also was heard as I nosed around the rest of the league. Jim says just finding out what the price is. That's all he's doing. This happened with Lamar Jackson. This happened with Austin Eckler. So even though the Broncos are serious about looking at other running backs, they wanted Dalvin Cook more than they let on. They wanted Dalvin Cook. Mm. That didn't happen. They're s- reportedly second behind the Miami Dolphins and wanting Jonathan Taylor. Okay, but all Jim Irsay is doing is figuring out what's what are they going to pay you? Oh yeah, we'll just pay you that. That's all he's doing. Unless you can break that number for Ursay, which again, going to Stoke's point, like Stoke doesn't want to break that number, right? And
2: and and, and if you're Ursay or just the Colts, forget the, you know, the owner for a second. If you're just looking at the Colts, what do you what are you what are you doing this year in Indianapolis? Right, you got this, rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson who threw like nine total touchdowns at Florida. You need a strong running game, right? Um, but it's just interesting because I remember I got this little quote ringing in the back of my head of Sean Payton this preseason. And I'm paraphrasing. He said, I'm from the school of Bill Parcells. When it comes to running backs, you stack them. And if you're confident in what you're about to do this year, if Sean Payton thinks that the Broncos are a 10 win team, maybe he says, you know what? I'll take Jonathan Taylor over our, you know, 20th pick or our, or our 22nd pick or whatever it would be. Um, again, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. It just goes against a, uh, my own philosophy, but I wonder what Sean Payton, you know, thinks.
4: I think any trade for Jonathan Taylor would have to include Javante. So everyone's talking about first-rounder for Jonathan Taylor. One, I don't think it happens, regardless of the Broncos' interests. Two, if you were to make that move, it would include Javante and not a first-rounder. Javante and a third and a fifth. Or Javante and a fourth and a fifth. There's something like that.
0: Interesting. They want
4: more than what the 49ers gave up for Christian McCaffrey, which off top of my head was a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. For, in two years, in two drafts, yeah, that's a lot. God Almighty, it a is. Lot. For but they're gonna have it's... to run the ball. They're already run heavy. Now you're down. Judy. Sutton was invisible the last two days. Well, <laughs> I don't want to say that because I love him, but like, You love him. We <laughs> didn't. I love him. We didn't. We didn't see him. Yeah. If you'd have told me fourteen wasn't out there, and I wasn't actually paying attention, because most people in that tent don't pay attention anyway. Mm. Um, like,
1: dude, you didn't see fourteen. You didn't see him. I just don't want to. Um, Buy damaged goods, you know, and, and running back positions are already hard enough to stay healthy. And See, Stoke
4: when, doesn't do like us, we when, shop the clearance rack. Stoke is in there, like, he's got the personal shoppers for him, he doesn't want the damaged goods. Come on, Stoke, sometimes that, that can's a little dented. That, the, the beans is so good, baby. No, he eats out of code food all the time. I've seen it,
2: yes,
1: yeah. I just like expired. expired a month expired. ago, yeah. bro. I just went through the pantry a couple weeks ago, wife was out of town, yeah. and so I was just like. I'm like, I thought I just did this a year ago, but you're, you're finding stuff like, wait, that, does that say 2021? Yeah. Is that 2021? Dude, 2020? that's like I go to my mom's house. Like, like wait, Mom, what? This is it's just this put just like little little on it. from 2017.
2: Goodness. Put a little um, cayenne? Yeah, a little yeah, more cayenne. It's all good. Uh, Cecil, thanks for being here, Appreciate man. Appreciate you Thanks, Cecil. All right. Uh, interesting conversation about uh, the Jonathan Taylor stuff. Also, uh, more reaction to the Jerry Judy injury. Does Stokely still have the same response to the Jonathan Taylor question? If the injury update is, Judy's going to be down for months. That's coming up next.
0: Denver Sports Station 1043, the fan presents Stokely and Zach.
4: do through the fans. He's sitting in for Zach by with Brandon Stokely. Now hey, we to do some radio together, Stoke. But Zach teased it, and I want to hear your answer because whether it's Mike Kliss, whether it's me, pretty much anyone that was in attendance for practice today, that Jerry Judy injury did not look good. You know hamstring injuries. You know Jerry Judy's game. Could this be like a two-month injury? And if that's the case, we're talking six to eight weeks, does that change your mind about needing a running back
1: no no it doesn't I don't want to you change your mind nothing I don't I don't I don't want Jonathan th- Taylor physical there's yeah. no way in God's green earth
4: that you want Jonathan Taylor period is what you're saying basically yes. yeah oh okay yep. next yep. yep exactly exactly <laughs> what I'm saying I, just, easy. I,
1: I think uh, I'm not gonna let this change my my view on on Jonathan Taylor I just i'm I'm staying away from it do I think he he's a good running back yeah uh, he was a special running back a couple years ago, but okay. I'm just worried about committing to a running back that uh, has a lot of wear and tear on his body and giving up assets, draft capital, for this running back. And um, that's just not, like, as as far as philosophies go for me. I, I, I don't. That's not uh, that's not the way I would I would look to build a team or construct a team and, and we'll see. We'll see about this Judy injury, right? I mean it could be two months, it could be four weeks. And we'll see what the timetable is. But I'm just sticking with the running backs we have, um for me. And I want to take another continue to take a look at Jaleel McLaughlin. I'd give him a lot of playing time in this game. Okay. Um and uh yeah, I'm 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 good. You're okay. I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna ask good. you a deep and personal
4: question and you probably get mad at me for Uh-oh. asking this, deep but I have personal. to. I okay. have to. Uh, okay. Because this these are the serious questions. Um I know how much guys like to talk. I also know you played for the Colts. Are you dealing with any sort of uh Buzz about Taylor. Do you know something about Taylor that we don't know? No, I'm, I'm gonna no. be straight. Do you know something no. from
1: Indianapolis's side? Nope, I know nothing. No, zero. Okay, zero. Yep. Oh, okay. well, I nothing. know how guys like to talk. And yeah, no, I I, I did no digging. <laughs> I did no asking. Okay. I didn't. Right. It didn't really matter to me. Okay, kind of my. View of Jonathan Taylor. Um, Do you I just think don't that want to say, you- like, looking at the market then.
4: Because that's what a lot of people across the league think is happening. Just like with Austin Eckler. Hey, well, what's that, Austin? You want to get traded? Okay. And then what you going to get? Oh well, we'll just give you that.
1: Well, but they didn't with Austin Eckler. I know they didn't give they him anything. Gave him a, they gave him a little bump, a little, bump, little, little, little bump. baby bump, little baby, baby bump. bump, baby, baby like bump. bump. <laughs> okay, yeah, yes. No, but I th- I think with Jonathan Taylor, what they're doing and it's probably smart, and, and maybe maybe he, Mr. Ursay um, is going down that road, but I also think he could be going down the road of oh, you think your value is you know twelve to fifteen million dollars a year? Okay, all right, well go find who's out who's going to pay that. Go find out what you can make, you know, on the open market. And and then all of a sudden, like Austin Eckler is like, oh, open market. Oh, I thought it would be uh, a lot more suitors. I right. thought my my um, my value was a lot higher. Right. And so I think this is a, a, a case for the Colts to say, all right, go go out there and see what your value is. And then the running back, then the player comes back and is like, oh, my value is a lot lower than I thought it was. The so, so, streets
4: are cold. Like Josh Jacobs, yeah. there's a report um, out of Miami. Kevin, if you can find out who had it first, um, that the Dolphins like called the Raiders on Josh Jacobs, and the Raiders essentially hung up the phone. Like oh, we're right. not trading him. Right. But he's not shown up yet, at least by this time that I sat down. I know he deleted a tweet that said he wasn't going to show up um, because
1: the reports are like he'll show up because he's a running back, Stoke. Yeah, it's an exploitative position. That's just the way the running back position is. Um, So, a guy like Josh Jacobs, like you would be foolish to to miss out on ten million bucks. I get it. You might feel undervalued. What? Who? Like, okay, so what? You like you're going to try to prove a point that's not going to prove anything. You got no leverage. You got no leverage, and you're going to miss out on ten million bucks. Like, what are you doing? Take that money um, because you look at the market. Dalvin Cook made under ten million bucks. Who else just signed uh, Ezekiel Elliott? I mean, like no one's making over ten million bucks right now. Right. So go out there and try to have a good year. Make your ten million bucks and, and be a free agent next year and see what the market looks like. But the running back market is the running back market. It's just what it is. there's the supply and demand, right? And so. Only a few of them will get those big, big contracts. You still have some outliers that that can still get those big, big contracts. But if you've been banged up and you've missed time, the teams are going to be very cautious with giving you big money. And yeah. I think that's the case here with the Jonathan uh, Taylor situation. And I don't know how it's going to end, but I don't see him being traded somewhere and someone giving him a huge deal. I just don't see that happening now. I, well. I guess we'll we'll find. They set a Tuesday deadline. I think I saw. Yes, they did. So, right. you know, And we'll, Miami we'll, is desperate. Miami is desperate, yeah. and their
4: kid Devin A. Chain, the rookie, just got banged up. Shoulder, believe so. Yes. Yeah. I think so I they've saw. got Mostert and Jeff Wilson there, which is you know the fine, not great options. The Broncos have better options. Javante is, if if he was fully healthy, I would put him on that Jonathan Taylor type level. He's just coming back from a major knee injury. Looks real good right now, Stoke. You saw Javante. Yeah. Uh, you know, he maybe not 100%,
1: but 85. Are you willing to um would you be willing to guarantee um, a Jonathan Taylor? You give him a 4-year contract and you guarantee him, you know, 24 million bucks? 20, 22? I mean, uh, would you, and give up let's say uh Two threes, one this year, one next year, or two and a three. One, you know, second round pick this year and a third round pick next year. I mean, what, are you okay doing that? Would you do that? Yeah, but I'm old school.
4: I'm like okay. run the ball. You and I have two different philosophies because you're the spread it out, score a bunch of points guy. I'm the like grind you into the ground, play great defense, and run the hell out of the ball. Which Any is the concern? Broncos going to have
1: to do with Russ? Any concern with the wear and tear on him at all? You just kind of. Um, I-
4: we could say the same thing about Derrick Henry. You know, uh, like there's, there are some of those backs that come from those major programs that. But you, Derrick Henry's 6'5. Right, right. He's, he's different. Yeah. But Taylor looks special, special, not just regular special. Okay. And I believe that's a brand of Stokelyism. It's not a Troy Rankism when I talk about giraffe riding a bicycle or whatever. Yeah. But a Stokelyism. That's right. Special, special. Yes. Okay, look,
1: I mean, maybe. I mean, <sighs> he's not just special, he's special, special. When he's right. And he when he's healthy. Here. And, um, okay, look, if it happens, I hope we see special special. I hope it works out. I just don't think the Broncos are in a position to gamble. Can this to team air, this air this it type out? type of I'll, I'll, I'll get you. Okay. I'll get you on my okay. side. Can this I'll team air it you, out? You, you kind of, I mean, what, when you said special special, you kind of, you, 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 you got me thinking, see. So, um, no, they're not that type of an offense. See, they're not the air it out offense. No. Yeah. And
4: Jonathan Taylor's a great outlet receiver. Yeah. Uh, I mean. I just, I just don't want to
1: um, overcommit. Why did I they want kind of... Dalvin
4: Cook so bad? And I think Jonathan Taylor's. Why didn't Taylor's they make the... it happen?
1: I mean, it's a one-year. Is he, it a one-year deal? And he, he didn't get a whole lot. Right. It's
4: not like go, and It's not like the Jets. I don't consider the Jets contenders. They can say whatever they want on hard knocks. And Aaron Rodgers is there. Whatever. I'm sick of it all. I'm sick of Hackett, I'm sick of the goatee, I'm sick of hard knocks. The Jets are not contenders. Okay. They will not be contenders. So why didn't you make more of a play for Dalvin Cook when you wanted him? And Taylor's better than Cook, in my opinion. And you're going to have to give up more for Taylor, right? Right,
1: right. Um, so
4: And you don't have a lot to give up. You've seen the right. talent
1: on this roster. They don't have any depth. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Now, if it happens... I hope for the best. I hope it works out and he's special, special here. Uh, because certainly that's a big part of, you know, I think of how this football team's going to try to win is, mm-hmm. is run the football. Right. So, he's just got to stay healthy. And... You know, obviously, he's been a really good running back. And and last year was a down year for him. He was banged up a lot. And that's where my concerns are. I don't know, Cecil. Is your concern with Taylor
4: more about Russell Wilson? Because what you're basically saying is. No, not at all.
1: Nothing to do with Russell. Because
4: if you get Jonathan Taylor, you're committing to the Russ system, which is we're going to run the ball, we're going to do a little play action, to bootleg to roll out all that. And Russell Wilson, if you keep him on that roster, that 2025 salary kicks in. So a Taylor combination, if you get Jonathan Taylor, in a way you are also committing to Russell Wilson because if you get some young cat who's a Caleb Williams, you move heaven and earth and you get the pick or whatever, now you're talking about airing it out. You KKFN, Jonathan KKFN
1: Taylor. HD1 my Denver. <sighs> you're about a minute early. No, no, 57's when 57's we good? Yeah, 57's good? Fifty-seven. I thought it was 58. No, Did 57. You, move? you keep moving the goalposts on no, me? No, no, it's been 57 for a while now. No? Okay. Yep, it's been 57. All right. Um... And uh, Matt Smith was going to try to run in and steal. He it, was trying so, to steal yeah, it from you. Yeah, yeah okay. I can't let that happen. You can't rob B Stokes. No, no. Um, can't take no, that I, don't, away. I don't think it has anything to do with Ross. I just think that it's uh, it's just a risky move for the Broncos. And and right now, like, look, okay, let me let me explain to you this. This is my thought process. Okay. If I was the Miami Dolphins, like you're trying to win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years, yeah, they're right? built to do it yes. now. So I might I might gamble on a Jonathan Taylor. Okay, I might okay. make that big risky uh, move, which you know, big risk, obviously, right? Because you got to yeah. give up a contract, give up draft. But I'm in the Broncos situation. We're trying to build something here. We can't afford to swing and miss. We need singles, right? We we, we we try to hit the grand slam and strike out. You know, now we set ourselves back even further. So I'm just trying to progress and move forward with with this football team and get better. We're, we're not in the Super Bowl window right now. This is, this is not where the Broncos are. So I don't want to gamble with the little resources and assets that we have on um, a boomer bust like Jonathan Taylor.
4: But that Jerry Judy injury looked bad. D-Mac, you were out there. Yeah,
1: did, it did. Hey, let me
5: ask you, when you say that he's the uh, the Broncos were willing to get the second most, right? Like, what was that value? What what were the Broncos, what, what ish? What, we, what, what are we talking about? Well,
4: they want more than what McCaffrey, the 49ers get for, for McCaffrey, which was the one 3, want more. 4, and 5. Why would you do that? But here is the, the thing: Colts,
5: the Colts want a two, three, four, and five. Okay, so or what are more, the, what or are more,
2: right, yeah. or more.
4: Or so, what are the Broncos willing to go to? But here is what Ursay is doing, and this is where you have got to burst everybody's bubble with this. I've been told Ursa is basically just trying to see what the market is. All right, but okay, fine. But if the Broncos are interested, Javante
5: a third and a fifth that wouldn't get it done. No, he's saying that that's what that's he what
4: would be it would proposing. be. That's what I yeah. would be proposing. Well, yeah, I'm boy, with Stone.
5: Javante, a third and a fifth. You don't think that gets the
0: deal done? But why would you do it? I mean, you're going to have to pay him a contract on top of that, and you may be maybe in a position next year where you got to move on from your
5: quarterback and maybe even your left. Yeah, tackle. but forget forget about why. The
4: information though is the Broncos are willing to do that, right? The Broncos, the Dolphins.
1: Now we've also heard the Eagles are jumping in. Well, I don't know about like. like I mean, like if you're the Colts, think about it. Uh, how much value is Javante Williams? He just tore his ACL last year, right? And so, like, you're, he's not coming off his rookie season. Javante, he's come-
5: I would say, is a throw-in. But you, you're saying if the Broncos he's are... he's more than a throw-in. No, no, no. I think he's a throw-in if they're really that interested in it. And he's a nice little piece. But you get those draft picks from the Broncos? How in the world will the Colts turn that down? A third and a fifth? That's not, that's that's right. not, that's not a, that much. For a guy that they're willing to basically cut... That they're thinking about you know just letting go of oh they're well, not no one cut said them.
1: that yeah they're not cutting them well why else would they be let them because, you know, well, because let him shop. He, I think it's ultimately what I said earlier for Jonathan Taylor right hey the Austin Eckler situation oh, oh, a Jackson oh you want you want a new contract mm. no we, we, go go see go what your value is out on the street wow, and, man. Uh, and and once they see their value that isn't what they like all these running backs their value has plummeted Right? I mean, I mean it, it's I just what not saying. what a lot of people think it is. So now he goes to see what his value is and he's like, "Whoa. All right, you know, I'm not a 12 million dollar back a year guy. I'm not a 14 million dollar back. I'm more like an 8 7 or $8 million back. And though. then Jim
4: Merce says,
1: well, here you go. He'll
4: eight match eight it.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. It's like discount tire. If you find a lower price, you bring it in, we'll match it.
5: Okay, That's exactly That's exactly you have to break
4: the glass. That, that yeah. seems like
5: a wild game to play. Like I, I'm not sure what the upside is there. Well, the same everybody.
4: thing happened with Austin Eckler. They gave him the baby bump because they didn't pay Austin Eckler, but they gave him a little bit of a raise. That, like what like that Chris mean, Harris? the baby? B- they the Chris Harris bump. Where Chris Harris like just, oh, just a, gave a little him race. some incentives. But I think with Jonathan
1: Taylor... The situation is like he doesn't. He's not practicing. He's like holding in. He's mm-hmm. on the pup list, and he's right. you know he's, he's over So he's not. He's not. He's he's like pretty much checked out. So you're in a you're in a tough situation, and so I think you just got they got to the point to where they're like, hey, all right, you know they, this is where we're at. We don't want to pay you you what you think you're worth. So go see what you're worth, and then maybe if someone blows them away with a trade, then maybe they trade him. Well, that seems like a weird. Place to come back no, to. Don't
4: then. let him go. That's that's the thing. Is like he, yeah, you got to right. keep the him Anthony coming Anthony Richardson. Back. And it makes zero sense for the Colts to let him go. Zero sense. Ursay's just gaming the system. Okay, my opinion. All right. Well, um, but for Denver, I was, why would I you was you surprised the Broncos are that interest because Jonathan Taylor is a superstar and Javante may never get to that level. And I love Javante; he's my number one back that year.
0: All right. So his numbers from last year. Can we go through his numbers from last year? You because, can go
4: through every number you want. All right, all
0: right, because this is this is where I'm having trouble with with the whole superstar. And I sent this into the group chat and I said, look, I watched this guy last year. He just didn't seem like the same player he was pre-injury to me. How about this? All right, his last game he played in, 21 carries, 82 yards. Do we think Samaje and Javante can't do that? They can both do that. All right, how about the previous one? 20 carries, 86 yards. Tell me who his quarterback
4: was. Tell me about the system. Like, this is is the deeper level that we need to get to. In the Sean Payton system, imagine what a Jonathan Taylor would do, especially as a receiver out of the backfield. I mean, the kid is special. And as far as the injury, we just have to – Forgive him. I mean, we're doing the same thing with Javante, right? Hey, hopefully Javante can get back to pre-injury form. That's what But you're you are a lot
0: less invested in Javante. If you trade for Jonathan Taylor, you have to give up those assets and then double down with a big contract. And if things don't work out, where are you next year? If you decide, hey, look, we do want to move on from Russ, then you're saddled with a you know $10-plus million contract. I think dollar if contract. you get
4: a Taylor, like if they would have gotten Dalvin Cook, who they wanted, right. you are basically committing to Russell Wilson through 2025. I agree. That's what you're doing. 100%. So if there is a running back move, a big one, it's also a Russ move. Because have you to have to commit to this system. If you get a young guy, Mac, I want the guy to fill the air with footballs. I want him to learn on the job. And Sean Payton, Sean Payton mm-hmm. doesn't want this. No. He doesn't want the 2021 Saints. He wants the Drew Brees. He's man. He was hot. Right. That's hot. what he wants.
5: I don't think Sean... 24 Sean, Sean hours
4: ago, man. It was hot. <laughs> Sean Payton does not want
5: this. No, I agree. I don't think he signed up for this. I, that's why, to me... Um, Hey, listen, listen, the Judy thing was tough today. I'm not going to lie. No, it, it, was, it was just an end-around sort of thing. you got there, too? Yeah. It was yeah. a nondescript play. It wasn't anything crazy or risky. I don't think there was any contact, really. And there's was probably a four- or five-yard gain. It was just nothing yeah. special. It's a play they've actually run a million times in training camp. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, good. Let's get the ball to Jerry Judy's hands. That sounds like a good idea to me. So it's such a nondescript play. Can you describe what it was, what happened? I, I he pulled that. up. He goes He goes towards the sideline. And and so he gets like four or five yards. He goes out. Is right next to the fans, which I guess were the Empower Field employees or friends or family. Okay. And he just, it's one of those classic, ah, my hamstring. Oh, he I just mean, reaches back? Yes, the, oh, yes, okay. yes. And, but it wasn't just, ah, oh, my hamstring, let me walk it off. It was like, ah, oh, my hamstring, I can't move. Ooh. Two trainers come out. He puts his arm around the trainer's. The cart eventually comes out. He can't get on the cart. Can't get. It's a, like a 10 foot walk from where he's with the trainers to the cart. No weight on the leg. No, like he needed a lot of help to ah. just get on the cart and then get into the building. So there was something I noticed about practice today. First of all, Wow, wow, wow for football. If you like watching football plays, today was your day. Yes. They did not do seven-on-sevens, one-on-ones. They did not do that sort of thing. They just got right into, you know, their basic warm-ups and woo. Now what, it's teamwork, now it's work, and there you go. So you know what they didn't do? They did not have the same warm-up period that they normally would, that Judy normally would have. Right. And I oh. think that is a...
0: I think that's a Sean McVay thing. You know uh, what? Late in camp, too, dog days, everything is tight. Everything is yeah. hot.
4: And yesterday, Jerry Judy didn't look real interested.
0: He, he
5: was off. And so you go from a day that he was off, had the drops, to a day where they don't do the same. They were not in their same routine that they usually do going into team. They were not. Um, it didn't seem to bother the Rams because I get the impression yesterday was a Broncos day, and today was a Rams day. And I get the impression this is why the Rams are just in better shape than the Broncos. I don't know how you can even deny that, because I think they just play more football.
4: Well, you asked Coach about it today, and he didn't really answer you, but here's the thing. We, we all saw it. Over the last two days, the Broncos looked tired. No, no doubt tired. about it, one hundred percent. Everybody they had a tired. lot of injuries. They right? had a little bit more energy at the beginning, like they were winning at the beginning of practice. I'm, you know, bumping elbows with everybody, trying to pay attention to practice because I don't care about uh, Iggy Azalea's birthday or whatever people are talking about. But like, was that today? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we missed it. Yeah. Um, but like at the beginning of practice, you're like wow, the, the Broncos strike back. And then as practice kept going on, the Rams didn't stop. And the Broncos slowed down. So, yes, they did have better energy, and then it went away. It was interesting listening to Peyton and VJ and
5: Lombardi today. They all admitted yesterday sucked. So, you know, I was kind of, well, they've. At least you're open and honest about it. Nobody's trying to, you know, cover up, you know, put lipstick on a pig here. No, there was no ambiguity and uh, almost close enough. Yeah. I went up to, I'll just leave the names out of it, but I talked to a couple of Broncos employees that are out there. And I'm like, ah, come on, what do you think? I mean this these are like mm. Broncos
4: people. Wearing Broncos logos. Like, oh yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <And I'm> like <laughs> ah, Wow. Yeah. Okay. And we can't All by right. any stretch of the imagination say that the Rams are really any good.
0: Right, yeah. Who who's expecting the LA Rams to have a big year? Do you Where think they're gonna, gonna win, win their division? Seven games, well, six um, games it, Around, maybe maybe 500-ish. It's tough to you say really be, because so eight, nine, Arizona nine
4: stinks. 49ers are going to be good. Seattle. I mean, Stafford has some... Had, he had some moments. He did. He, he did. had some moments. That well,
5: he's can, a heck of a quarterback. Man, he can sling it. Absolutely. That's why they were interested in him originally, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's not super sympathetic with people on a stage, but in terms of just playing quarterback,
0: oh, wow. He wow. Is, wow. He is. He I'd is like to judge else. you at that moment. <laughs> Get you in his Free state of mind. Bottles of
4: champagne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, See things, what happens with I'm, you on a stage. I guess things happen.
5: Anyway, it was a. It was a bummer. Today it was, was a bummer. A, it was There's a There's no it doubt about it. Even have without the Judy injury. I you guys going a, 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 a peek at the weather for Saturday, too? Mm. No. Oh, it's, it's supposed to be rainy.
4: Cold yeah. and rainy. Yeah,
5: well, good.
0: We need cold, it. Like, has
5: like been
0: cold. Hot. Like, 70s.
4: Well, or Stoke lower. was saying, like, I need to see a bunch of Jill McLaughlin. I'm like, no. Oh. No, 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 no. No. I need to see a bunch of, you know, Dwayne Washington or whatever. Like, I do not need to see Jill McLaughlin at all. After these. They had more reps and more football in
5: this past two days than they had in training camp combined. These two days were more important than almost anything we've seen. And and especially today, I mean, it was a ton of football reps. I mean, this was the day to be at if you just want to see, well, football, which I assume most of the fans would like to see it out there. Now, they weren't tackling to the ground. It was a little thump and not not a ton. But but still, this was as football-y as you could possibly get. They've they've done it. They don't need the game Mm -hmm. against They just had it today. They just had a football. They really did. They did a ton of team riffs, took a special break pause, and then came back and did, like, a ton more team riffs.
4: And all of us could make the 53-man roster with 95% accuracy right now. The only guys that need Saturday, and this was made very clear at the press conferences because he's had a good week. But if Alberto Kawabinom has a good night on Saturday, he's making this team. You think so? And I did not think that would be, was going to be good. So I, I,
5: I think he saved his bacon this week. So, so he so might so keep if five nice tight, tight, end, tight ends. Well, you're, you're in a different spot now because you because <laughs> well, you might not have one extra receiver, <laughs> I have
4: right? Five receivers. Right. All right, so who's you, your receiver room? Actually, actually,
5: I don't know how you don't keep Alberto in light of what's going on now because you need as many weapons as you can possibly get. Well, I think this kind you of— You want to go through the re- we yeah, can go, go through, everything. through everything. Yeah, go through everything. All right, we'll do that coming up next.